Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connections, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Hello, everybody. I hope you've missed me. I'm Leticia Latino, host of Back to Basics, coming back after a short break to go back to my own Back to Basics in a very different way this year. If you follow the show, you've heard that normally I spend the summer in Sicily where my parents are from and where most of my family is. And that's my back to basics place. I've spoken about it in other solo episodes. And so you can imagine that uh, under this new normal, as I decided to call this episode, I've been grounded. So we couldn't go, we couldn't travel, I couldn't spend the summer there. I've been so lucky and so blessed, I think in my entire life, Uh, almost 47 years coming up, I've only missed being there in Sicily for the summer three times in my entire life. So to me, this is a big deal because to me, that trip also means recharging, resetting, connecting with my loved ones, with the family that I only get to see um, once a year, at least my uncles and and cousins and aunts, etc., my good friends there. So um, my whole point with this is that I know that it's most of us that feel disappointed, feel down, feel that life, you know, it's nothing like it used to be. And when all this started, although we probably could suspect this wasn't going to be something that was going to go on fast or was going to go away fast, rather, um, I don't think we imagine that by now, at least we have been, my family and I have been for six months pretty much on lockdown. We, we've taken very, very little risks. So we feel safer here. We feel that um, there's no need to go out there and put other people and yourself in harm's way. So we've been pretty diligent about self-distancing. But as I was telling Don, my husband, it's not the same that, you know, staying home for two months and finding different things to do and just anything that it's new, it seems a little bit exciting, even if it means lockdown. Now, after six months, it almost like hits you. It's a new reality. It's almost like we've been on on home arrest, if you think about it. So learning to live that new normal really takes on a new meaning because this can go on for another six months. Um, and by the time we get out also, it's not going to be going out really how we used to, no masks, you know, hugging our friends. No, it's going to be a very different thing. And it's already starting to be that way because a lot of people are already going out. Uh, some schools have gone back. In my case, my kids' school, um, it's all online for the time being. And so it, it's been challenging. So... There's a couple of things I wanted to say. I started just sharing my thoughts right away because I've missed you guys. It's been a few weeks 
uh, since uh, we released an episode. And although I didn't travel, I thought it was important just to take a break and um, and not have that in the back of my mind. What am I going to release? What's the new episode? I enjoy doing this very much. But as you can imagine, with like with everything in life, you know, sometimes you just want not to have to think about it. So I'm happy I'm able to do that. Sometimes in the past, I was very type A personality and it has to get done and I wasn't able to let go. And sometimes I would even have put a note, you know, saying coming back in September. But now you know, you know that usually in the month of August, we don't release episodes of Back to Basics. I'm excited about the new season though. I've already taped a few of the interviews. I have incredible guests coming up and this is an important year because as I find my new normal both personally and professionally also back to basics has to find a new normal as you know a lot of the guests I bring to you are people that I encounter in my many travels I'm always on the move in normal conditions for work traveling here and there and that really gives me an opportunity to meet people from all walks of life, people I find interesting and that I eventually invite to the show. With this um, situation, meeting new people and attracting new guests is not as easy. So I've had to also change the way I interact with potential guests. And I'm going to throw it out there. If you know anybody that you think is an ideal candidate for Back to Basics, just Uh, reach out to us through our Facebook page, Back to Basics Podcast. We would love to hear from you. We need inspiration these days because we are all stretched a little bit too thin. So I wanted to um, share with you in this short episode, first, my excitement about the new season of Back to Basics. And I hope you stick with me and uh, with our guests and that you spread the word. The podcast right now is in that strange spot that although we are not viral by any means, we actually have been downloaded uh, many times in the thousands already. And luckily, we've been downloaded in every single continent of the world. So we have a very broad global reach. I thank that to my multicultural ties, I guess. But you know, it's uh, to make it in the U.S. You need you you need a whole lot of more of downloads. So I'm getting to the point where I'm gonna ask you for help in spreading the word about Back to Basics. Share it with your friends, share it on your social media if you enjoy, because that also allows me to highly visible guests, people that are obviously uh, well known in the world and that would like to join but are very. I'm cognizant about downloads and audience and how many people listen to the show, et cetera, et cetera. However, my commitment is to keep enjoying what I'm doing, to bring you inspirational stories. And, and one of the things that I love the most is that the people I try to interview are people with stories like yours and mine. Um, I know that when you interview a famous person, we always tend to think, well, yeah, that's them. They're famous. So we always separate from them that way. And one of the things I find the most interesting and inspiring is when I hear stories that are normal stories day to day from someone that could be our next door neighbor and you know that something magical happened to them. And then we realize, wow, that could be me. That I think prompts 
ourselves to like push it a little bit further and go for it. So let me share with you some of the things that I've done to find my own normal. To begin with, I have practiced acceptance. Acceptance that I cannot change what's going on. This is it. COVID is here. It impacted everybody. So I could have spent my time complaining how these for the, one of the very first times in my entire life, I couldn't go to Italy and I couldn't spend the summer there. And I mean, I could, I could see so many ways in which I could have sabotaged myself into bitterness for at least a month. Um, I should be leaving now. I should be coming back now. But no, you know, once I accepted the fact this is what it is, is the safest thing. Could I have traveled? Maybe. Um, you know, I could have traveled, but do I want it to? No, because I wanted to have an enjoyable time. And I knew that it wasn't going to be enjoyable. It, it wasn't going to be what I remember it to be. And so I think that's an important point is accepting what is happening accepting there's very little we can do to change what is happening. There's one thing that we can do to prevent from spreading more is to wear a mask. Please wear your masks, no matter what we believe in, um, our political inclinations, anything. One fact is that wearing a mask helps prevent the spreading of COVID. So, once I accepted this is what it is, then the next thought was, okay, it's not ideal, but let's make the most out of it. And that's how, you know, with the family, we started doing things that we had never done in the past and playing board games we never played and all that good stuff that I've shared with you um, in, in another episode right when the COVID hit. Second thing is understanding that I need to pivot or change the way I'm doing things especially for work. I'm someone that's very used, as I mentioned earlier, to be on the road. Um, I'm a good networker. I trust in human connection to make things happen. So with that said, we know we are not moving. And that sense of I'm not getting enough done or I'm not moving forward as much as I'd like, that sense is important to be mindful of to understand it and, and the feeling of it and saying, yes, you feel helplessless, you feel you're not doing much, but in all reality, the fact that you are acknowledging it then helps you to find ways to get whatever it is that you want to get done, done. And so I adopted different ways of networking. For instance, I'm way more um, active on social media. I was active before and those that know me know this but I've just engaged with social media in a different way in really trying to go deeper reading people's comments and understanding how can I engage with those comments or with the people that write them in order to advance my purpose or my goal being professional or personal I know that also people are sick and tired of another zoom call I am too to be honest but um I am aware that for those of us that maybe work corporate jobs, we were more used to video conferencing and, and it was part of our days, the same as being on the computer all day. And there are other type of jobs like I paint for teachers. They really were not used to having to be on a computer all day. So it cannot be the same impact to them 
than for someone that was already on the computer all day long. So that is something that we also have to be aware of and, and you know, consider, especially when I read sometimes comments that people write about teachers and how they are handling the online learning as a mom of two little ones. I mean, let's consider the teachers. They are going through massive disruption and they are doing whatever they can to keep our kids learning. So let's let's be kind with them. Let's be patient. Everybody is adapting to the new normal. But in any case, back to the virtual uh, meetings and the Zooms, you know, I found surprisingly enough that I had gotten more quality interactions in some instances via Zoom that sometimes at a trade show, for instance. I've been participating in some of these virtual trade shows or conferences, and you think, wow, if it was overwhelming in person, can you imagine on the virtual world? And then you discover that because not too many people engage, like mindfully engage, intentionally engage, you show up in order to participate. Then if you do that, you actually stand out. So listen to what I'm saying. It's, it's not being part of it. It's not logging in and then you go and you um, do emails and surf the web and you're there. Are you really there? And this goes back to the concept of being there present in the moment. And I think we tend to do a lot of it. We multitask. I'm a a professional multitasker. Um, And so, but through mindfulness practice, which is something I embrace and I share with you uh, in my last solo episode, but I said it again, I embrace mindfulness practice during COVID. This is something that the pandemic has gifted me with where I meditate for 15, 20, 30 minutes a day, depending what I can fit in. And it really makes me aware of me in the present moment, what I'm feeling, um, what's what's really uh, bothering me or what's making me feel happy. And that has been so powerful for my well-being, for my mental health. So this is so important. Even if you don't feel depressed, even if you don't feel down, please be aware you are living in a very different way than your normal life. And so you don't know when it's going to attack you. You don't know when it's going to hit you. And to be prepared for that and to be ready, you need to give yourself the resources necessary to fight it when it does show up. So I want to stop a moment and ask you, what are your resources to keep grounded, to keep a positive mindset during this new normal time? I can share some more of my resources. Um, You know, pre-COVID time, one of my favorite resources, and again, by resources, I mean sources of energy, sources of making you feel uh, excited and happy and good. Um, Some of my resources pre-COVID have always been getting together with my girlfriends, you know, having that moment to vent about our lives or to be blessed about our lives over a martini. That usually, you know, by the time I came back, I was a better person because I just had my me time with my girlfriends. Well, guess what? Obviously, I cannot have that during this time. It's been six months since I done that with my girlfriends. So I had to find a different way of resourcing and connecting with myself that will, you know, will give me something else. And so that's how I started bike riding very early in the morning. It's the only way I can get it done before the kids are up for school. 
And so I go before the sun rises and I go for a five, six mile ride. And, um, you know, like days like today when the sunrise was so beautiful, you could see the moon on one side and the sunrise on the other. And I was tired. I go to bed late and, you know, I procrastinate a little bit when I have to get out of bed. But, you know, that feeling, not only seeing the sunrise, which is something that a lot of people can relate to, powerful, really powerful. But also when I get back home and it's very early, it's still 7, 7 7.15 in the morning and I feel, wow, I already did a bike ride. I saw the sunrise and I listened to one of my favorite podcasts, usually something inspirational, something that massages my soul and all that at the same time. It's such a, a efficient way in my view because I'm always looking for efficiencies and I feel good by the time I shower and I wake up the kids, I get them on the online learning, you know, I sit on my computer to work around 8.30, I feel on the top of the world. So these are some of the things I have found as a resource to myself in this new normal to be on top of things. Because when I don't do it, I can tell you, I feel down. When I don't go out and exercise, don't find time for myself, don't meditate or don't carve that time for me I feel like enclosed I feel buried I feel down and I don't want to feel that way so I'm putting this out there because I'm sure some people can relate to me in the sense of if you're feeling that way on the downside just identify it might be gardening it might be jumping in the pool it might be something but you have to work hard in identifying what gives you that energy? What's your resource? How you're nurturing your heart and your soul to get us through it. Then reaching out. I cannot go and have the martini with my girlfriends, but I can call them on the phone. I don't know if this is happening to you, but I think we are so tired of connections that we are stopping the calling each other. I feel that because we don't maybe we don't drive to work and we don't commute and now we are always home we have people around at least in my case I have my kids my husband around me all the time I don't call my friends as much and I miss that so I made my purpose yesterday I called one of my good friends and you know what she said is she sent me she said she needed to have a good chat with a friend so we both acknowledge the fact that even if we need it, we are not doing it. We are following into this almost autopilot mode that the, you know, the self-distancing and the isolation have created and are not taking action. I think we all agree that the world is not going to go back to what it used to be. I think most people that I speak with you know, coincide in that realization. Things are going to be different. So... Going back to the realization that we cannot control that fact, the only other thing we can do is to make the most out of it. Another thing that has helped me greatly in this, I have uh, Seth Godin to thank for, which is finding my tribe. This is something I heard first from him, of the importance to find your tribe in the world, people that are on similar journey, than you are and how key that is to 
achieving your goals and realizing your mission and your purpose. And so it's interesting how being a person of many friends, I'm very lucky, very blessed, and I love each one of you that's out there listening to me. But, you know, everybody is on a different journey. We're all living different things. We're all paying attention to different things. And that doesn't mean that's good or bad. It's just that if you find the ones that are on a similar journey than you are right now, then it's very empowering. And so I have a friend, one of my favorite and best childhood friends. I'm going to give her a shout out. Hola, Lemita, ¿cómo estás? And um, she's from Venezuela and, and she moved to the States a few years back. And, and I admire for what she has achieved together with her husband, Jose, coming to a strange country, foreign country without knowing the language um, and uh, raising two young daughters in a very different culture and society. And, uh, you know, we've been childhood friends, so we've always have, you know, tons of things to talk about and 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 we have a great relationship. But since she moved them through the experience she's lived here, she has developed an interest about self-discovery, the journey of, of self-awareness, etc. And a lot of the things in, in honesty that we discuss here on the podcast that has made our conversations very different from our old conversations. And I love it. I love that I have this friend that is very dear to me whom I couldn't discuss certain things because I didn't feel we were dialing or tuning in into the same radio signal for different reasons. And now we are listening to the same song and it's so exciting. And that's going to happen, you know, then maybe we get out of sync again and then you sync up with other friends. But the important thing and the point I want to make is that you have to look for them. You have to find your tribe for this particular moment in your life. You have to find the people that are going to give you what you need to get you through it and to prevent you from getting into that autopilot mode that honestly is one of the things that I'm the most afraid of is being on autopilot mode. So finding my tribe has been so important and so crucial. And I think it's something that we should all strive to do. And hopefully this podcast helps you a little bit doing that, that when you listen to us and to me and to the guests, you feel connected and you feel that you can reach that source within you that tells you what is that you need to be doing right now to make you go to the next level. Don't stop evolving. Take this as a challenge. Yes, life is not as it used to be, but who says it cannot be better after this nightmare is done? We are learning. We are evolving. Our kids, yeah, they miss their friends. Yes, they miss going out. But you know what? My kids have developed a relationship with us during these months that is so strong. It's such a bond what we're going through as a family. And we cannot discount that. We cannot discount you know, what your family or you are going through, through this stage as all bad, because it's not all bad. We're going to raise from the, the situation stronger. I hope that we are indeed raising our collective awareness that the world was going in the wrong direction. 
as our humans were going on the wrong direction. Spirituality was almost out of the equation. And uh, I think this is just a call to action from the universe, from God, call it however you want to call it, to really look inside again, look inside of ourselves and identify how is it that when the moment to step out comes, we can put kindness, we can put generosity, we can put compassion out. That's, in my opinion, what we need to strive for. Being kind to each other, being good to each other, serving each other, paying it forward, being better, inspiring ourselves to be better every day. And so with that said, I want to officially restart a new season of Back to Basics. I am excited of going on another journey with you during this new season. I'm going to try to bring a diverse and exciting set of guests, people from all walks of life that can truly inspire you to believe that the impossible is indeed possible. All you have to do is try. All you have to do is to commit to it. To bring people that may be from nothing, from an idea, from a desire, from a passion, created the life they want to live. Because we can all create the life we want to live. So thank you again. We are headed towards our 100th episode in this stretch. We are heading towards our second year on the air. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited, but also very grateful to have you in my life, to have you being part of the Back to Basics audience. Let's embrace the new normal. Let's embrace new way of doing things. Let nothing stop you. This is all for now. I hope you enjoyed some of my thoughts about what I'm myself going through and I'll see you next Thursday in a new episode of Back to Basics. Bye.